Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis, and today is another one of those short form Ask Benny episodes where I take a single question and I try to make that the focus of these episodes. So today I want to talk about how do you incorporate the four pillars of language learning into your routine? Those pillars are speaking, writing, reading, and listening. And those are generally the four separately understood aspects of a language that we tend to associate, especially when it comes to uh, academic settings and exams and such. So first I would say you want to make sure that you are picking these correctly at the right timing, uh, depending on your approach. And I will say that my advice today is not necessarily going to be the same as you would get from other language learners who have different approaches. But generally, when I know someone who is learning a language, has a passion to speak that language, that is their goal. Speaking needs to be a huge priority. and. As a beginner learner, I really do not recommend you put any considerable time into writing the language and that you put a more minimal amount of time into reading it, not not because reading is bad, but because that'll give you more time for the speaking and listening aspects. And generally, I find that the reading and writing come a lot easier if you begin them later on when you have a certain momentum in the language. And of course, this is how we all learned languages. It's how every child learns a language. They learn how to speak and listen first. And then a few years later, they start learning how to read and write. So I like to take a similar approach. It doesn't mean I have to wait five years before I start reading and writing. But a little bit of uh, putting that off means I can focus my efforts a bit better. So you'd all know by now that with speaking, I would recommend that you have regular sessions with a teacher, which you can find on sites like italki. And uh, if possible, you might find it for free with language exchange sites, or you may have someone in your community that you can talk to and do that as consistently as possible. Uh, From day one is the most ideal. And as often as you can, people would ask me, how often should I speak the language? Whatever your maximum amount that you could possibly put in, that's how often you should do it because you're going to make a lot of progress that way. So speaking tends to be my focus. And then listening, you get a little bit of listening from those spoken sessions, but it's always important to note that you are controlling them in a way because your teacher knows to speak slowly to you and use limited vocabulary. So the next thing for speaking I would recommend is that you use some kind of graded speaking courses. I'm a big fan of the Innovative Language podcast series. If you go to fluentin3months.com slash podcast, there's a link to whatever language you may want to be learning there. And what they do is they separate their podcasts into different language levels, like the A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2 system. You've heard us refer to many times on the podcast. And I like this because it means that if I know I'm an A2 level, then I can try to push myself into that B1 level by beginning to listen to those B1 level podcasts. And it's going to be very hard for me. I'm going to have to listen to it over and over again, but it's not going to be as hard as listening to native content because they're still going to speak slowly. They're still going to 
maybe incorporate a tiny bit of English explanation depending on the level. And it's going to help me understand if I'm listening slightly above my current level. And when I do that, I can progress in the language. So listening comprehension for things that are slightly above your level can be the most beneficial way of improving your listening skills. And then reading skills, loads of things you can do with this. I like to ease myself in by reading short forms things like maybe just uh, following Twitter accounts, just that 280 characters uh, is small enough to you, for you to consume nice and easily. And I'll try to find simple uh, content that's written online uh, in that language if I can. And then I would ease myself, not necessarily reading full books, but some articles online and I would import them into a system, maybe like link L I N G Q.com. I like that they uh, solve a lot of the problems for you by making a, a catered amount of content for that language that you can find articles on many different topics or maybe recent news articles. And the this reading system is very good for tracking vocabulary that you don't know. And then you can click a single word and get a translation very quickly. And if you don't want to pay for link, then uh, learning with texts. If you Google learning with text, there's an explanation for how to install that on your computer. It's a little technical at first, but I use that system for Irish because Irish is not covered among the languages that Link does. So I manually import my own documents and it tracks the words that I do and don't know. And I like that kind of a system as uh, as far as easing me into reading. And then eventually I would wait to, I would hold off on reading books in the language until you're genuinely at the B2 and above levels. I have read books in um, in French, in Spanish and in Portuguese, like full books. And I appreciate in those languages because those are my better languages. And I've tried to read earlier and it's a lot more cumbersome, at least for me, because I have to refer to the dictionary so much and I'm not really getting engaged in the book. And again, other people will give you other answers. Uh, a lot of other language learners would encourage reading right from the start. So it depends on your personality and goals. I will definitely not say I'm the only right person in the world, but for me personally, holding off on reading is definitely a bit of a better idea. And then finally for writing, I also put off writing. It is not a huge priority for me in the beginning stages, even in the early intermediate stages. I don't necessarily need to write in the language other than ultimately text messages, because if I am learning the language to be social, then I'm going to be texting people. I'm going to pick that up a lot from all of the other aspects, the speaking, especially the reading and the listening. I'll pick up enough that I'll be able to write these quick text messages. But then ultimately in the C levels, I have put serious work into my writing skills it's kind of necessary if you want to pass one of the Seffler official examinations. And generally, I would just work with my teacher and my teacher would give me assignments, ideally similar to those that come up in the exams. I would do that uh, between the lessons. And then during the lesson, the teacher would go through my written assignment and give me as much feedback as possible. And that way I'm getting that feedback as consistently as I can while I'm genuinely outputting as much writing content. But again, I generally leave that until I'm in the higher levels of a language and I'll just learn how to uh, send quick text messages um, in the earlier stages because that's really 
for someone who just wants to be social, that's all I need. Maybe your situation's different and you need to learn the language professionally, in which case you would bring that reading back a little bit. And that's it in a nutshell. The four completely different aspects of a language. It's a very complex topic. It's very hard for me to cover everything in a single podcast, but I hope that this in a nutshell version gives you an idea of how I approach these four different pillars. And maybe you found that interesting. And if so, be sure to leave us a review at languagehacking.com slash review and send us your questions to ask at languagehacking.com. And maybe that'll be the focus of a future episode. So that being said, thank you so much for listening. And until the next time, happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Katie Pascoe, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. Theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and happy language learning.